1: space trash trash in space space trash
0: lifestyles the rich and uranus space trash celebrities they're trash but the astrology can help us understand transmission incoming (laughs) greetings trashler nation it is i your host Sarah armor back with Casey Bunker to discuss the most epic three-hour finale in bachelor history Casey how was that for you how was it for me it was actually interesting I know it was the first episode this whole season where I was like finally something's going on <laughs>
1: yes I'm I, we, we waited all season for this all for season anything to happen. Now, would I say it was the most dramatic ever? I think uh, uh, it was a little more dramatic when, like, Ari, you know, proposed to Becca and sure. stayed with her for a month and then ended up with the second plate. Like, yeah, that was more dramatic. This was dramatic. I don't think I've seen someone just cheat on the person, especially with a rando. Maybe I, I, Ari may have cheated on, but we don't really know. But, like, with a rando, it's interesting. It's it, it's very interesting the circumstances of it all. So so how did you feel about it?
0: Okay, so for anybody that is just listening for the astro and for just this fabulous living room style conversation just to feel like you're catching up with the girls. The bachelor right. finale, here's I'll, here's the 60 second recap. The 60 second recap is Gabby and Eric, all good. She uh, crushed on Dancing with the Stars. I wept like it was my daughter. I cannot tell you how <laughs> emotional it made me. I was, I was overwhelmed. And then the judges, like, they basically didn't even give her any critiques. They were any just like, credit. gorgeous. They were like, great, gorgeous. You're a star. Great. It's like, you should have scored higher too. Yo, why? The fact that the judge, that whatever, Huck, Hug What's Huff? Huff. What's yeah. his name? There's- Huff. Derek, Derek Huff. Huff. Yeah. Derek Huff said that was the best performance of the night. And then they didn't give her really? higher scores than Wayne motherfucking Brady. Not that he wasn't great. He had lots of charisma and pizzazz, but like, no, she's obviously a better dancer than him. Like, I don't know, give her higher scores. You guys like if that was the best of the night, it should be the best on the leaderboard.
1: <laughs> yeah. That makes no sense at all. Yeah. So I'm, I'm so excited to continue to watch her.
0: I'm so mad that she's on the same season as Charlie D'Amelio because if Charlie D'Amelio wasn't here, she would be the obvious winner. Charlie's the obvious winner.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. But we love a competition. And also like I thought JoJo Siwa had last season clinched too and Iman won. So anything can happen because I think the votes count for a lot. And like, also like if, if you're just a natural dancer, like sometimes you don't kind of have as much openness to the critiquing Mm. i think i don't think that was jojo siwa's problem i think iman was just so cool and did and came so far that it was like amazing but like with charlie like okay we're seeing her come out on her a game i mean she was i mean she was amazing Amazing. no she
0: was i i rewatched both gabby and (laughs) charlie's dances ad nauseum i've watched them more than i've watched any coverage of anything in the past two days. I, 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 they both like, I love dance. I love Fanta. They, I just was so proud of Gabby. But she's then, so young. Well, Charlie D'Amelio is so young. I mean, I guess though, that's part of why she's so good. Like I do think it gets, it must get harder with age yeah. to even like move your body that fast, that sharp. But Charlie D'Amelio, like I will say she obviously had the hardest dance and she was like just fucking perfect but Gabby was right there with her Gabby Gabby pulled out a win this season I would be so proud Charlie D'Amelio being young also the difference too is that Charlie D'Amelio aside from her like whatever two-year big break on Instagram where she became like a social media star instead of a dance star and like a reality show star but like she is most recent of any in the cast like a classically trained dancer whereas Gabby is too but it seems like she's been out of the field for quite some time so I don't know I forget and I think she's
1: downplaying it which is really smart she's like well I'm more of a performer than a dancer and it's like okay but you were a professional cheerleader so you're clearly a pretty good dancer
0: right like let's be honest you're you're you were a professional dancer you're one of two professional dancers on this cast and I think that's very well three because
1: because Heidi D'Amelio
0: Oh, Charlie's mom, right. I
1: think, was as well.
0: Heidi was a competition dancer. And I mean, arguably, like, Jesse James is a pop star, I guess, so, like, I guess she's I don't know who she is. No. Really, so yeah, I don't. Think I don't really know. She has a
1: dance background.
0: Side note: Heidi, pretty good.
1: Yeah, Heidi was pretty good too. Yeah, pretty good.
0: Pretty good for. A mom. See that?
1: That's what where that'll be more interesting to watch her than to watch Charlie. Okay, Charlie. They better take it really far and do amazing things and do stunts and do like crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's just like okay, here she is. She's amazing again. Like, uh, like you need an arc to the season, right?
0: And then there's also like creativity, artistry, performance, and then like technicality or whatever. The one piece of like specifically good feedback gabby got was like she was so great at like working with the tension and the partnership i'm like well coming off the ah. season of the bachelorette that is the name of the game so she's been preparing for this in in a certain way for sure anyway yeah. great job gab can't wait to see you crush again you made me cry like you like i will be the jewish mother that you never had so oh that would be perfect yeah i got your back gab but okay so the quick the quick uh long and short of the show that
1: was our 60s. I, I I
0: I'm sorry. I was just, I was just so, I was just taken by the dance. We had to, was, we had to talk
1: about it. I was taken oh by the dance.
0: Okay. But so anyway, okay. The 60 second wrap up of last night's show. Tino and Rachel had a dramatic romantic engagement. Then they let us know that as premiere week came to a head and we started watching the show, they started the devolution of their relationship. And during the time that we were watching this show, the entire relationship bit the dust. He cheated. Then Avon came in at the end and was like, actually, I'll go on a date with you. And it was like the saving face moment. And then the end is that Gabby and Eric are great and fine. And she's literally glowing. And this is the happiest time of her life. So that's like basically the whole show.
1: Yeah. Thank God they put it in that order too. And and the longer that we watched the Tino shit go down, I was like, we don't have as much time left. I pray that Gabby and Eric are just together. Like the reason it was a three hour most
0: dramatic finale of all time is because we had an hour and a half of Rachel and Tino breaking up.
1: Yeah. And an hour of The future bachelor. Well, that was also painful. That was very, very painful. Yeah. Like I was like, we didn't need an hour of this. We did not need it. So so it was a it was a Gabby fan hour of Gabby's of Gabby's happy ending, which is like what the show promises, what the show's all about. But no, that was a half hour of this three-hour show.
0: That's where it's like, don't let them fool you. The show is about pain and it was painful.
1: (laughs) So, but it was interesting. Okay, so let's talk about wait, what? This is what you said all along. You were like, I don't think that Rachel's gonna end up with him and stay with him. You were like, she has more learning to do. She's gonna come out. What, what did you say? Like, she's gonna come out with this like lesson. This is all lessons based okay. on the astrology.
0: Based on the astrology, I knew that she was not gonna find love in the end. And based on the astrology, I also knew that she was gonna fight like a little bitch. Okay, so let's actually talk about <laughs> what went down because something that you said right at the top there is questionable, right? So here's what we know happened. While Rachel and Tino were developing their relationship after the show ended. They hit a rocky patch. They were going through each of their own individual stuff. And then the relationship were was going di- through stuff. Mm-hmm. They were long distance. They were having trouble getting on the same page about a few things. And Rachel had let Tino know that, again, The the it's a big he said, she said game here. But she said, I just need some space. I need a few days. In that time, he kissed someone else at a bar.
1: It's an absolute R- Rachel and Ross, we were yes. on a break. We weren't on a break. Yes. Never going to go anywhere kind of scenario
0: now let me pause there before we get into the rest of this horrid fight that we had to watch for all these hours do we know who he kissed was it a rando I got the impression that it was a rando but then I was thinking back and I was like
1: well he said that he'd met her before he went he like oh hold on let me let me check what I wrote down but he had met her like right before he went on the show he went out with her and then he found out he was going on the show so um oh. he met this girl whatever then he realized like he oh he didn't want to muddy the waters that's what he said so he was like i'm not going to see you anymore i'm going to go on the show but obviously he'd already met this girl and clearly there was a spark so that's kind of crazy to think about during this whole thing that he uh, he maybe like was kind of thinking about this girl but like so then he and rachel are having weirdness who said what we don't know but he goes they they run into each other at a bar mm-hmm, and have a lot of catching up to do, he says. Now that to me struck me because you have a lot of catching up to do. That sounds like you really did know each other well. Catching right. up to
0: do as in how did The Bachelor go? What have you been doing other than right. being on The right. Bachelor? You're not since allowed you met. to tell
1: anyone. Right. What, you, like, what are you catching up on? Oh, can't tell you. Can't mm-hmm. tell me about mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. What was this man thinking? If it really was at a bar that was in plain sight, in public, the show's airing. Dude, what are you doing? So fascinating. Obviously, people wouldn't have been as interested because they wouldn't have known yet that he was the final guy. But really fascinating. You go, oh well, we had some catching up to do. So there's holes in his story. There are holes in the story. I think it's possible he dated this girl quite a bit before he went. I think I think that's possible. I do think he seemed to be in love with Rachel and she, him, I think they were a really good match. And this is like a really tragic ending. So that's helpful to know because, okay, so first of all, in terms of how they
0: handled it, I think one of the things that while I was watching was so annoying to me was that she kept saying, I want to know why you did what you did. And every time that he would start to explain why he did what he did, she'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa you're projecting. It happened in both the safe house visit footage and on stage last night. And that's where I was thinking back last night where I was, I was thinking maybe because of the edit, it wasn't clear. Like maybe she was asking for why you did what you did or what happened. Like, like, give me the details of, you know, I called this girl because I liked her. We ended up, you know what I mean? Like maybe she wanted those holes in the story to be filled Yeah. Versus the like emotional answer. But the the real truth is from the moment that he, I guess, in her words, she had to pry it out of him. But the moment that he admitted that he had kissed someone else, she was done with it. She was done with the relationship. And so I think the reason it was so annoying to watch is because there was nothing that he could say or do that was going to lead to any sort of productive conversation or saving the relationship. And so it seems like there was a disconnect where when he went to the safe house to talk to her where this whole conversation went down, it seemed like he was there to try to save the relationship and she was there just to stay in a fight. And I think that was what was so annoying. And then it almost like had remnants of Amber Heard, Johnny Depp fights that oh they would God. describe because he kept being like, I need to step outside for a minute. And then she'd be like, so you're just going to leave? What are you doing? And it's like, actually, if I, if I was him sitting in that position crying. Crying on television, sitting there with my journal, and there was this woman who literally obviously didn't want to talk to me, obviously couldn't have cared less what I said, just wanted to shame me and make me feel bad. I would need to step outside too for a minute. She was impossible. Like it was interesting because we got to, you know, we're going to now get to have a conversation about cheating and relationship dynamics and whatever. But at the end of the day, like what a waste of time to reenact that conversation essentially twice once at the safe house visit, and then again on stage. Almost identical conversations But in the second one He looks like Tucker Carlson I mean he does have A great chiseled face Like maybe he's just like "All right, fuck it I'm not doing love I'm not doing bachelor shit But like maybe Jesse You can like give me a connect But maybe he'll become an anchor Like I do think he's got A pretty face to look at
1: You gotta shoot your shot When you do I, I definitely hear Your whole take on it I had such a different Take on it Because to me He just was like The idiot boyfriend Who cheated Who is just trying To save face At any cost Throughout that whole Conversation and I think like everything just rang. I don't know if I've dated this person or like, and my friends have dated this person, and it's just like he. he it wasn't. I think what she wanted was a true like. I fucked up. That was. I think he said dumb. that. He said that. He said that like I ten did. times. It didn't. didn't said, finish, I'm sorry. Like, authentic though. But here's the other thing because he didn't originally tell her. That he so like he said he was texting this girl and then so to me then I'm going okay then if I finally got you to say you kissed her then you slept with her because you weren't even going to tell me that you quote unquote kissed her so okay wait and that's other thing did I how can you believe anything this guy's going to say and also like you are engaged to this person if they're going to cheat on you when you're engaged. Like, why would you waste your time? But I think the whole way that he came across during the whole thing to me, which obviously was a different read from yours. Which is was why like,
0: this is worth doing. And this is the power yes. of Pod. And Mars and Gemini.
1: Exactly, two Geminis here to talk
0: it out. Pew, pew, pew.
1: But the whole thing was like very, it seemed like gaslighting to me. Like the journal, what was written in the journal? It just seemed like all he had written in the journal was like a list of things that she said, like- so that he could like truly prepare and make sure that he had his ass covered. Like to me, it all seemed like he was trying to save face so he didn't look dumb on TV is what I got as. And then like when he was going out to call people was just like, A like control thing because then she goes outside and is like, Tina, what are you doing? Like, aren't we going to talk? And like, she starts to explain herself, blah, blah, blah. And he just goes, Come on, let's go inside. And I was like, That is so like controlling and like, which it's not. It's just like a suggestion of going outside, but just the way it happened. And she just kind of like did exactly what he said. And I was like, Ooh, I'm not liking this dynamic. The last part, maybe it's not going to be the last thing I say, but. Ah! Yeah,
0: we're gonna talk about this ad nauseum for a hilarious long time for no reason.
1: But we we love to do it. Let's pretend that this This is is the work. Right. Let's pretend that this is the last thing I'm going to say. Is his parents were absolute assholes, and yes, they raised this guy a a thousand percent. Like it's not a shock to anyone watching this that like Tina went and made out with a girl. You know what I mean? Like, like could Rachel have maybe? I don't know. I I think at that point she was just so fed up. Was it like, am I annoyed with her behavior throughout the season as a person and being like, and crying and like whining and that kind of thing? Yes. But I don't know if she could have handled this specifically any differently in my eyes, but I know you feel differently.
0: I feel differently only because like, okay. So again, just to, just to be clear, I'm I'm not I don't condone cheating I don't think she necessarily should have taken him back I don't think that she's
1: wrong to be as upset as she is I you're going off of the scene that we saw which is all all the information we have but
0: that being said I thought the reason that he had the like journal with him I, I didn't think it was about TV or his image as much as I think he was trying to. I, I think that there was a. That's why I asked you if we knew what happened. I think there. I think the big disconnect and why that was like such a, a talking in circles conversation was that she kept saying, "I just want to know why you did what you did. I just want to know what happened." And I think I don't, I'm not saying that he was like making no excuses, true. but I do think he was trying to explain himself and. There was a moment during their on stage interaction where he sort of hinted at, like, other problems in the relationship. And then she, like, shut it down. Like, oh, you really want to go there? Oh, you really want to go
1: there? And that's oh, why I have a theory. No, Do you think he, he like, couldn't get it up? That's the only thing I could think of. I think he gave her herpes.
0: <gasps> <laughs> that's literally what I think. I think that this whole thing, the actual devolution of this relationship was when I think that someone gave someone an STD and that it's really hard to be like, like cute after that. Like, and it's like, okay, but we're going to be married anyway. Okay. My herpes is
1: your herpes. Yeah, it's but like I think the vampire, but like, I think the bachelor producers probably get them all tested for everything.
0: Oh, okay. Then I don't know, but that was my theory. Cause, cause it was like the quickness to which she shut down. Yeah. Yo, you really want to talk about that? Because then she's like, I was dealing with my own stuff. He was dealing with his own stuff. Like, okay, couldn't get it up. Issue, but then, but it seems like they had sex during the fantasy suites. Like, I feel like that was implied. Maybe not. Oh yeah, it definitely seemed like it for sure. Like, I'm dying to know because I guess like the thing that I'm seeing here is that, I mean, this man is weeping in the safe house. He's he's more guarded at the conversation on stage. But, and again, I'm not saying that what he did was okay, but don't, like, where her chart makes sense to me and where I knew she wouldn't be ready for love is because she truly cannot hear herself. She truly does not seem to, like, she wants him to take responsibility for fucking something up. Okay, sure, that's fair. But it sounds like he is taking sp- responsibility. He said sorry a, a million times. And you want to know something? If that's how she fights, I actually under... When he says, like, I shouldn't have even told you, I don't think he was saying, like, I should have lied to you forever. But I think he was trying to say, like, it was so not a big deal. Like, I... I,
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: this is not a typical engagement, people. Like, we're not talking about an engagement where, like, after you've been together for a couple of years, you met at uni, and, like, you're finally ready to take the plunge. They met six weeks before this. Like, for him to to have a follow-up with someone that he was already interested in at a time where you guys were arguably not speaking and your relationship was on the rocks he claims that she had already said at that point I'm not going to wear the ring when we do shit and like I think we should give that ring back she says no I didn't he says yes you did who the fuck knows semantics but it's like at the end of the day I think what he was just trying to say is I did not feel that we were Together, together at that point and then but she's the trying to get really literal like, she's like but then my friends and family would have known that we were and i just yeah but how many times i mean you haven't you seem to have more of like a stable relationship history you are married etc but i feel like i totally relate to being in those like interim phases where it's like okay a breakup is imminent but like i'm not going to tell my parents yet because if, yeah, if yeah. i take him back i don't want my parents i when the minute you talk to your friends and family about trouble in a relationship It's very hard to bounce back because the minute that you hear something about the person that your family member is dating that you don't like or that you see red flags, but then especially they they unsee or don't see, it's really hard to support that relationship. So I get where, like, in his mind this relationship was coming to an end there are things that nobody will even dare say on the stage that happened between them like it seemed like it actually was over and it seemed I think what he was to me what he was trying to express was the way that you were acting before then we took space not only got me in my ego but like made me feel Upset, like you, you hurt me when you said I want to send the ring back. I don't want to wear the ring. You, he, I think. So she kept saying, "Why did you do what you did?" And he, he, I think he was trying to say because I thought that you didn't want to be with me, and then I kissed this girl and realized I did really want to be with you. And then, okay, so then there's also this like drama where, and uh, maybe you have better notes on this than me, but it's I I almost want to rewatch, but it seems like so he had been saying as the show was about to premiere this all went down right as the show was about to premiere and as the show was about to premiere he was sort of like warning her like in case people come out of the woodwork oh, uh, yeah. our past like let's just promise here and now that we are not going to give a shit right and she's like well if it's in the past who cares but i guess I he kept kind that. of bringing it up like i you know if anyone says anything like blah, blah, blah. and then it, and then it kind of got more because
1: he was probably freaking dating this girl I don't before. think he was
0: I don't think he was I mean oh right you're oh so you think this was like he was dating her before that's what's gonna come out and so the way that I took so it he's was trying like,
1: to like do damage control
0: the way that I took it was like okay they're drunk like he is out drunk at a bar feeling butthurt he just got engaged and professes love on television and then essentially got dumped or it wasn't working out or whatever. He revisits or runs into this girl that he was interested in before they're wasted. They, they hook up. The reason I thought he was saying that is because people in broad daylight, people would have seen, and then, you know, someone's going to want to sell the story or someone's going to want to say like, Oh, let me, let me crush your happy ending before it even starts. And so I think he was just trying to, I don't know. He did it in a stupid way because then, because she, she describes like, I was like pulling it out of him. Like, what are you not telling me? What are you trying to yeah, tell me? Yeah, like he
1: was clearly hiding and lying. Right. right. Like, yeah.
0: And and so, and, and I think the issue is at the end of the day, when trust gets broken in a relationship, it's not over, but it takes a huge amount of commitment and love, et cetera, to actually rebuild that trust. At this point in the relationship, they've been together, what, eight weeks total? They met eight weeks ago. And and so she now doesn't trust him. It's also compounded with her deep disappointment in the fact that this is now her second televised breakup, you know, like her second failure at marriage or whatever she thinks she's going for. But, and, and so I think she was really upset wanted to be in in a fight with him because where else can you express that other than like maybe like kickboxing or running or, you know, but like, yeah. it's like when you want to fight with someone, but like there was nothing that, like she was one like this conversation is going in circles. It's like, yeah, Rachel, that's why he keeps stepping outside because not only do you not give a fuck what he has to say, like she was just there to make him feel bad. And then I thought, I I still, I thought his apology was, Fine. He said, I fucked it up. I'm really sorry. I got in my ego. I thought we were over. And, you know, you deserve someone who doesn't do this to you. And she's like, yeah, I do. But like, I just don't understand why you did what you did. And so then he would say, well, because you told me that you were going to give the ring back and you just wanted to date. You told me that. You know, uh, blah, blah, blah. we weren't speaking for X amount of time. And I felt really, betra- I felt betrayed. And she was like, well, don't project this on me. And it's like, he, he can't even get a say. Don't ask him why if you don't want to know why. But then I was like, oh, maybe what she's saying is why, like, did you date this girl? Like, is there something more with this? And maybe that was where the disconnect was from a Yeah, because, like, I feel like she, yeah,
1: yeah, she's like missing information and needs and like wants to know, like, more and he's like not really giving her more because
0: like, she's going like I want because that's what she said she's like I want to know about like the text messages the car rides the... so wait I don't remember that though so he said he had been texting her
1: he said they ran into each other at a bar and had a lot of catching up to do so yes he, they were texting
0: but but really like who knows I mean I don't, you know, I mean, I'm yeah, not but just that- why do they
1: have catching up to do when he's literally like signed an NDA that he can't even talk about his life? And like, he's only been right. on like one or two dates with this girl. Like, when do you catch up with people like that? Right. You just don't, you go, oh, that's weird. There could still be some sexual tension here. I'm going to like walk away now. Well, like, the for the other record, thing- She also
0: could have, she also could have like gotten knocked up in the meantime. She could have gotten a new job. She could have been a server at the restaurant. I mean, who the fuck knows?
1: Right. Maybe they were catching up on her life. Yeah. Maybe, perhaps, perhaps. But the other thing is like, when you see his apology versus Eric's apology, now at the end of the show, something comes out that actually Eric was dating someone before the show. Basically, he had dated some girl, I think for like a month or two before he was on the show and then found out he's going to be on the show. So he broke up with her, which is like fine. I feel like, like, if like, he could have even been like, I knew Gabby was going to be on the show. I was really attracted to her. Like he could have even sold that, but he didn't even like, and he seemed to be really honest about it. And that's the thing. Like, he's like, I was just stringing. I didn't like this girl that much. I was just stringing her along. Yeah. Thank you. Men need to be more and women too, honestly need to be more upfront. We all have strung people along just because it was comfy for us. We liked flirting and texting. We thought it was just as casual for that person, even though we knew they fucking liked us more because someone always likes someone more. That's just how it works. But like, so he was totally upfront about it. And God bless Gabby. She like totally pretended to care about this when she definitely just doesn't care about this at all. <laughs> so, like, I would just be well, like- But it's like, if you went so on cool. the show,
0: it's a, but it's the same thing with Tino though too. It's like, if you went on the show while you were dating someone or if you were dating someone beforehand- It doesn't matter what, aside from the Piper, Brandon, Brendan. Yeah. Or like
1: Jed, like if you're in like a a full blown relationship and you just skip town to be on the show. Okay. Right. But if you've gone, like you've been seeing someone for like a month or two who you're really not that interested in, but you're just too lazy to break up with them. I mean, maybe that's what Jed was doing too. Maybe he was too lazy to break up with his ex. I mean, who, who knows, but like, what does the other person think? And how do you, I mean, really just how do you own up to it? Like Eric was just like, yeah, I was being like, I was leading her on. I was using this girl. Like I was like, okay.
0: well, like, but I don't even think he said it even that. I think he said like, I was dating this girl, you know, for about a month or two before the show started. Then the producers called me and the, the big, like the big sort of scandal is that she posted receipt from their text exchange right before he went on the show where he said, he said, I know the show isn't real. I'm just like needing a change in my life. And then after he returned, she showed receipts where he was like, Hey man, I just want to say like, I'm really sorry for the way that I treated you. I I think about you a lot and you know, I hope all is well. Yeah. But it wasn't like it wasn't a text where he was like, and I'm going to come visit you and I want to be you and be with you and see you again. Or like, you yeah. know, so I actually think like, that's actually mature, totally mature, very, very kind. And like, I just think that it's very hard when, cause like, I don't even think he, like, even if he said it, I don't think he was leaving her on. I think, he was fine hooking up with this girl, but it sounds like he was. De- it sounds like he was depressed in his life anyway. He had just left his job. He didn't really know what was what. He had, you know, he started dating. Also, his
1: father was like dying during his this whole thing.
0: Is on his deathbed, and he is feeling lost in the world. He gets a he doesn't the ever
1: Bachelors. he never even blames anything on that. Like he he doesn't even like. Like, you might as well use it as a pass. I mean, it sucks. Like, but no, he he never says like, listen, I was going through a hard time. My dad was really sad. Like, no, he's just like, I was being a jerk. That's it.
0: Well, and I think what he said, which is true, is that the reason that he said, you know, I know that the show is like fake anyway, but it's going to like open up new opportunities for me. Like a lot of people harped on it. Like even fucking look, I know that I've been preaching justice for Thomas, but Thomas and Becca made this fucking snobby ass video where they're like two big mistakes Eric number one like don't go on the bachelor for the wrong reasons or never admit that you went on the bachelor just to grow your career it's like Thomas you did that you went home (laughs) for that what the fuck is everybody so on this show Thomas. everybody on this show has like has like amnesia about what they said or what yeah. had happened to them as if we haven't been watching this whole time it's like what the fuck but okay so whatever you so two funny. can fucking ride off in your delusional you know well okay Rebecca, Rebecca to take it 10 times Fucking good try but anyway but what I said was he said basically like Not only was I not really sure if this was like actually going to lead to true love and what he said, and I can confirm it in the astrology because now I've looked even deeper, but he said, like, I had no idea that I was like actually going to meet my soulmate. And let me say this. I think they actually are soulmates. And I plugged in some craaky asteroids that line up in a way that is absolute fate cosmic perfection mm. but he said he's like the reason that I said it's fake and I'm just doing it for my career is because like I just wanted a way to let her down easy I didn't actually want her to think that I was interested in finding love and I didn't want to have to explain yeah. why we were breaking up I just wanted to break up and and go on the bachelor and he also probably said that to all of his friends too it's
1: right. kind of embarrassing <laughs> it it literally, is.
0: like right for them to be like I'm gonna go try to beat out 30 men for a fake engagement
1: with some chick yeah, exactly. Like the, the he said that to m- more people than just her. Like, let's be honest, everyone who goes on this show is talking to their family. Like, I'm going to be on TV. They're not saying, "Oh my God, I'm going to find my soulmate." You know, that' it's funny that you should say that because you're just making me think now too.
0: Like, okay, so Tino's dad, we met during the show, and that was authentically him. But then, if you remember, a few weeks ago, I started sharing with you that Tino's the dad Facebook. has gotten gotten live on Facebook a lot since the show has premiered. About like, there's no way Tino makes it out alive. Like this bullshit show is on another <laughs> week. If anything, <laughs> it's possible that he knew that it or that it didn't work out, and he yeah. was also pre like almost pre. Not only was he trying to save face for the family like for this moment, but also I want to say kudos to Tino's dad, whether you meant to or not, you absolutely prophecy. Like you predicted that this Tino's dad predicted exactly what was going to happen. He was like, yeah, it's really easy in this, like, you know, in this bubble yeah. to like think that you're in love, but like, are you serious? You actually think that like, this is going to be a real engagement. And she's like, it is real. It is real. And it's like, Tino's dad was right. Oh. <laughs> fuck ah. <laughs> that's
1: a real shame
0: <laughs> hate to see it but
1: daddy yeah. daddy
0: knows best
1: he was rude but he was kind of right he was called well
0: it's also like on some level he must also know his son like he must be like oh tino's gonna go get engaged <laughs>
1: yeah there's also the, the 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 other thing about tino too is like This is just the guy that he is and the guys that I've seen do this, like with like just just the way he was acting at the gaslighting. In my opinion, the key mark that sealed the deal, the cherry on top for me was once he really lost her, he sent her a letter. But like, what did the letter say? I don't know, but but trust and believe these guys that act like that, they never sent a letter until they finally lost the girl they were trying to control trying right. to gaslight. She's finally gone. Verbal stuff's not working anymore. She blocked your number, everything. Oh, it's time to send a fucking letter. Trust me.
0: I don't know though. I feel like I, I felt for him. Like I I'm pulling up a chart right I now. Now I'm, now I'm curious, like all things being equal, they talk on this show. So much about engagement, and I only want to be engaged one time. If the person that I got engaged to was angry with me for something that I sincerely am sorry about and regretted and and took back, I might send a letter. Because like, that's why I understood where he was in the safe house at a certain point being like, yo, I just need to get on the same page as you. Why did you have me come here? What is your goal? Do you want to work this out? And she's like, well, I don't know. That's a lie. She didn't want to work this out. She wanted to just pound him to the ground in in like emotional drama. She had no intention of getting back together with him at any point in anything that we saw from after the show ever. I will say, I do
1: think that it's in their contract that they have to break up on camera. Oh, no like, way. Yeah, if it happens like in between the finale and and after the final rose, because otherwise, like, why would they ever agree to do this? They'd be like, no, fuck that. I'm not like, right. but they always do. They They'll always have this like scene where someone shows up to some staged house and then the other person comes and they just are like, miscommunicating missing each other because they've already talked about this in circles and circles and circles in private to the point that it got to this point where they were like all right just bring in the cameras it's over like we need to do like you know
0: yeah I mean it because it definitely seemed like there was nothing for either of them to say it but I don't know I mean it seemed also like she had invited him there like it was a funny moment like when he sat down on the couch like, with his journal or whatever and he was like do you want to start And she was like no you fucking start but like yeah I don't know we have a man who is weeping she couldn't have showed less emotion other than like I hate you but I it- think he would prey
1: on any emotion that she did that's it see I don't know like, I- I- the way I- I'm seeing what you're saying is like crocodile tears And her finally putting the wall up and being like, you will not manipulate me like this anymore with your lies and your bullshit. But like, who could say which one is true? That's how I'm seeing it. Well, let's look at the chart because now I'm curious
0: because like the chart, the chart will not lie. The chart will tell us. But I will say this. The only reason I think there would be no reason for crocodile tears here is like he's a hardcore Aquarius sun you know, his Mars is in Aquarius as an Aries moon is possible. So so
1: you're saying he has the same sun and moon as my husband.
0: I didn't want to tell you last night when we were texting, (laughs) but yes, I recognize that immediately. And, but okay, but, but okay, but let's talk about Dan for a second, because actually this is a good example. You, I, I only met Dan for like a split second and I can tell you that he's not dying to be publicly weeping under any circumstance. And no. The reason that you know that he is a solid-ass husband is because an Aquarius son, Aries Moon, has almost no time for anyone but themselves unless (laughs) the person that they're trying to be with feels like a part... Like, Aries Moon, for him to even want to marry you, like, there's passion there. Like, he felt like you were actually with him enough that he could be comfortable marrying you. Aquarius Sun... Aries moon isn't inherently it's not that it's detached but it's almost like like okay like moon and Aries you know sometimes they wear their hearts on their sleeve but for the most part it's like it's like spark of passion would rather fight than cry kind of one and done like it wouldn't take much to to turn him off like and then Aquarius sun he's kind of like You know, his ego feels a sense of like responsibility to the whole responsibility to the larger or the systems or the, the, you know, being a part of the new wave of like, that's why I was like, Dan's gonna be like an inventor of some kind. Because like, when he's passionate about something, when he has a spark of something, he moves into it with a really, um, with a really like forward thinking viewpoint with he sees things differently. He's a broad thinker. He's an open minded person. Right. But at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. like both Tito and Dan, when I look (laughs) at their charts, I'm like, there is a real kind of, there's like the spirit of an inventor, I think with both of them, like a spirit of like following my instincts, following my, my spark of passion, my spark of creativity, my spark of desire into major systemic changes. So in your case, it was like, okay, I love this bitch. We're doing it. We're getting married. And would Dan ever crocodile tears you on TV? No way.
1: No, no way. No, I don't Under think he's no even ever crocodile tears me in privately.
0: I don't think this guy has crocodile tears in him. I mean, I will say that. Right, okay. Right. So we're looking at Tino's chart right now. Tino's son and his Saturn are conjunct, but they're in different signs. So he has his hmm. son in Aquarius, but his Saturn is in Pisces. His, so like
1: super early Pisces, super, and super early Pisces and,
0: and exactly conjunct his Venus very closely conjunct his Mercury. So it's like for Tino wow. matters of the heart feel really serious and are really serious now because it's that sneaky Pisces energy. Like, I guess my thing is like part of I think why I think part of why this was such a difficult fight to witness point blank period is because both of them have so much goddamn Pisces in their chart that they are both able to like believe their own realities and swim in the narrative of their own like delusional stories and I'm not saying delusional as in like either of them are crazy but
1: delusional meaning like like the other person like doesn't exist like the other reality yeah like yeah yes like, like what their feelings are obviously valid, but like neither one of them really is making space for the other one's feelings
0: and couldn't care less. Actually, like that's what it's like. <laughs> I didn't think he was doing crocodile tears, but I, I think that he was, you know, in a very sun Mars in Aquarius way was trying to be like, OK, real talk, though, like I need to know if we're having this conversation to try to get it right. Or yeah, if you just want, if you just want to shit on me, I'm going to leave. And then she was like, no, I don't know. I'm open. And then he'd be like, okay. Then if you actually care about making this work, then it doesn't matter. Like, I don't think that like, I don't think that kissing a girl, I just think any, when, the, when we were engaged, okay, you guys, you just met. Yes, you are engaged. And if you wanted to continue on with the relationship and in the engagement You could choose to, but I would say that if there was ever a time, like, I don't agree with, like, if he's already, like, if you're engaged and he's already doing this, it's like, bitch, bitch, you just got his phone number. Like, outside of the Bachelor world, everybody has a life, and if especially after the show has already aired, you're having real deal problems that cannot even be spoke about on the After the Final Rose stage, they're so serious, I kind of get where he's, like, this... I, you know, I'm drunk. Let me make out with this girl that I've kind of been interested in this whole time. Then he didn't pursue anything with her, and he's like, I just, I would, I do want to
1: be with Rachel. And they did try to make it too. Like, like the show puts you on such a high, high of love, where it's just like this really fast, really intense. Like, oh my god, you're my soulmate. We're getting married after six weeks. This is crazy, but this is the way it was meant to be. This is our destiny, kind of thing. And then, like, you can't just accept something so, like, not mediocre. What's the word? I don't know. So mundane as, like, oh, he ran into some girl he knew and kissed her. Like, it's it's like yeah. anything could, could burst that bubble. Anything well, could burst.
0: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news?
1: Burst that bubble
0: it, that's I that's so smart I agree completely anything could burst that bubble and the truth is what did Rachel say on the big engagement day while she was waiting to get to get ready while she was in that like pre-show you know the sweep she was like I'm just waiting for something to go wrong Rachel something went wrong you predicted it if you're waiting for something you to manifested go wrong, it. she manifested it. If you're waiting for something to go wrong, something's going to go wrong. And if what you really want is a, a long-term successful marriage, you had better give a shit about the other person's experience, even when they fuck up. Like, I actually think the fact that they're in, I don't think it's like you're engaged and he's already done this. I think it's like, no, you're engaged. Why don't you find out what was actually going on? I do not think if you ever. I don't know if you follow Esther Perel. She's a a relationship therapist. Oh, yeah. I oh my god, up, she's I great. Love her, but she does. Is she on Instagram? Like where oh should I follow her? Oh my god, follow her on Instagram. She's amazing. I'm. Uh-huh. Um, but I like. I've read some of her books. Like she's on. I have her newsletter. Like I think she's great and she does. Her her work has shifted over the years. She actually has a podcast that's really worth listening to called where shall we begin and it's it's couples therapy that she it's like live couples therapy and then she edits
1: it and explains you know between stuff but I think I've listened to that once or twice it's like it was like on somebody else's podcast it's
0: it's fantastic and she's fantastic and the bulk of her work has kind of pivoted into being about infidelity specifically and it's not that she's pro infidelity but she is extremely anti- when there's infidelity, it's a, it's a make or break, get out. Like when the truth is when there's infidelity, sure. There are some guys that are just serial cheaters, but Tino went as far as to get engaged on this show. There was actually no drama that came out about him beforehand. In fact, we like, I, i sent you that video, but like I had been hearing, cause I'm on the, I'm on the beat stuff. Cause the space trash show. I'm on a lot of these like blind item like things now. I get like yeah. blind item updates from like Reddit, LOL. But like there was, there was a lot of talk about like, like, uh, Eric's ex actually posted in July oh. about him. We just wow. didn't care until he was the winner. But she's been beating this drum. Nate's ex, he's on the show. She is beating this drum. Nobody had anything to come out with about Dino. Uh, you know, he, I think I thought I felt that he was sincere. And I also like I do think in certain ways he's a typical hot guy, which means that when he's really in his fucking feelings, the first thing that he's going to do is go kiss someone at a bar. I actually don't think he went and fucked her because if he did, he would know that that was going to be news. The fact that he kissed someone and then actually tried to downplay it. And so, right, I get where the trust is broken and I get where they can't move forward because I I know that feeling from Rachel's point of view, I know that feeling when you're, you're like, I literally can't trust anything this person says anymore. But so then at that point, stop talking to them. What's the fucking point?
1: Yeah, yeah. And like Pisces,
0: don't let them fool you. Pisces love pain. They're dying to escape. I actually think that Rachel in that fight with him for such an extended period of time that was just going in circles and circles and was just nothing but agonizing, gut-wrenching, emotional pain might be her happy place.
1: It might it might i I could see that for sure because she does come alive in these moments where she like feels wronged, and but that's why I want to ask you what her Chiron is, okay, so let's take a look at her Chiron while we're just on his chart, let's just
0: say, yeah, you know, so so Tino's Chiron is in Virgo exactly opposite his mercury, wow, so that's really interesting, so actually, when he does the right thing and share, shares the truth about his imperfection uh there's a that's the balance what to tell about your perfection or imperfection or the truth versus what you choose to actually, it's like, it's like, what is true versus what you choose to say. And then he has his, his Mercury, his Venus and his Saturn, all opposite that Chiron and square Pluto and his North node. So like, he actually is sort of meant to, it's interesting looking at his chart, he is sort of meant to do this work of, going deeper and I don't know I don't see him as a fuck boy as much as I see him as a human being who is in a position and after seeing those fights with her they must have been horrible the fact that he even still wanted to be with her not to mention she fucking fucked David (laughs) like (laughs) like (laughs) fuck you Rachel like you are like like let's not act like you're like some like like I was all in you were all in but two days ago you were weeping because even wasn't ready for an engagement. Like get real. Yeah. Oh, have this some humility, have some humility. I believe that it was just a kiss because if it wasn't, you better believe somebody would be coming out with some. Now, if we see in a few days that he was actually fucking this girl this whole time, or that it was like that he's living with her, or whatever. Okay. I will say I'm wrong when I'm wrong. In this case, I think if you actually want to be engaged to someone more than you just being sweet to them on this show. Yeah, you're right, Rachel. It is about how you bounce back and deal with like, really hard situations, which includes having some compassion and space for your partner's humanity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And just like checking yourself for a second and going, you know what? I did hook up with that other guy, like two nights before I told Ava I loved him. So why don't I just let this one slide? Right. But see, I wish we knew what this mystery issue was they, de- they dealt with, because I think that's kind of the missing link here. Yes, and it is. this could have been a scapegoat kind of a situation yes we will be back next week because thank god paradise is about to begin i like be yes. lost without
0: it but i am up on the among on the like sneaky beats so like if i find out any more information about who this kiss was with i will disclose next week i will be on the case but i don't know i just get the sense and then to have even come out at the end they're not gonna date he wasn't asking they i know were just i hate when they do that why can't why did she just do like, that be happy by herself why did they have to like because i'm not because not only was it obviously fake and and embarrassing. I thought it was embarrassing for both Rachel and I agree. Like, like you think that she needs real, you think that we need to rescue her? No, let her sit there in her feelings. She chose somebody who kissed somebody else. She had two conversations in front of us where she was completely unwilling to forgive him. She should be nothing but sitting there with pride going, Hey, I found out if she really is so anti him now and not being with him and, not whatever she should be I mean I get where it's like emotional whatever but like let's not have some guy come save you let's say hey you know what I realized I trust myself and this wasn't going to work and I'm glad I fucking ended it and end the storyline there like I know yeah, fuck you. And it's so humiliating for you. Know, and then for Jesse to be like, "What's happening? What's happening?" It's like, dude, you this was planned. Come, Jesse, right. y- your acting was okay, but like, you don't need. It's so. It's all so like patronizing. It's so kind of. What's happening? Yeah, like, what's happening? Out. Well, actually, the camera is set for you to be standing, so you actually do know what's happening. Yeah, like Tina,
1: like Aven, obviously didn't know that any of this happened until today. Yesterday, so like, right? Like whenever, yeah. He, so. When? And he just happened to be there. Like, what What? What are you talking about? Obviously the producers invited him. Like, mm-hmm. that's where it gets annoying. Uh, so okay, so I, where's her Chiron? So that
0: I was really annoyed by. Okay, so Rachel's, oh, this is so interesting. Wow, wow, wow. Rachel's Chiron is in Libra with her North Node and her moon. <gasps> so Chiron North Node is kind of interesting and it does sort of reframe her story. And it also, side note, is having me realize that her south node is conjunct his moon. Also, her Mercury is conjunct his Saturn, his Mercury, his Venus. I actually think what we have with Rachel and Tino here, now that we're looking upon closer, like putting a closer uh, lens on it, this could be like a past life karmic relationship finishing. Like this could be an end of a karmic relationship or This is a chance for Rachel to actually, like, Chiron conjunct the North Node in Libra. It makes sense that she would be going through her life at the moment having all of these, like, public relationship fails and acting such a fool in relationship. I mean, South Node in Aries, like, there is a part of her that's actually inherently selfish. Like, she's making it, like, Tino's this, like, such a selfish whatever- Rachel's pretty fucking selfish. I have to say from everything that we've seen about her, she's deeply selfish. She actually doesn't give a fuck about a good relationship. She just cares about being in a relationship, right? Like total downfall of a Libra moon of a Libra Chiron and of a Libra North Node, because Libra like North node conjunct Chiron means, and it's a very hard placement, but it means on some level you are meant to take your wound, to take your pain and move into it and become the healer of that pain. So I think Ultimately, long term, she could have an amazing marriage and that she could have amazing relationships, but it is not going to come without real deal lessons in what it actually means to be a Libra, North Node, Libra, Libra moon, which means that you're a good partner. It doesn't mean that you just do partnership or you just want partnership. It means that you actually are interested in balance. You're interested in making space for someone else. I don't think that Rachel in her life has space for anyone else is, is the truth. I don't think that she's act. I mean, Rachel's whole Pisces house is Mercury. And then she has a Mars conjunct her Sun conjunct her Saturn, this bitch, whether she is on TV doing it or at home, she's sort of in a fight. Like she is confused this is she is confused she is driven to do things and then gets punished for them or she hits a wall or a boundary or a barrier and it's all meant to I think I mean we don't have the houses it would be so much better if we had birth times but it's like I think that she really is meant to to continue to sort of go in these Piscean circles 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 and then I mean if we if we look like okay, so this is a trine with Jupiter in Capricorn. It's Her Saturn is opposite her Pluto. So like, I think that for Rachel, Uranus and her Neptune square her Venus. So it's just, it's basically like, yeah, she's a little delusional. Like she needs to be really careful about when she's like telling herself some story about what this love is going to be. And then also not getting so freaked out when it abruptly ends like this is venus square neptune and then uh and then uranus this is the this is a, a karmic pattern that she is here to work with in delusions leading to sudden endings which is what we've seen now
1: from wow, twice so yeah but also like remember the one time when in the season when all the guys still were with both girls and like they hadn't and she was just like okay I think we need to separate the guys now I think everyone needs to like choose their girl and blah 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 because she like because they had all like just dumped Gabby and she was like so sure that everyone was so into her so then she's the one who brought and Gabby was kind of like uh, okay, I guess so. And she's the one who like drove that. And then yep. they all had the ro- the rose ceremony and like three of or four of them were like, oh no, I'm actually here for Gabby. And she had like a total breakdown because it was so embarrassing to her and like so much more embarrassing than it ever was to Gabby when it happened to Gabby. And it's like, what, what? how, why?
0: That's like exactly this chart playing like out. it's
1: literally what you said.
0: It's exactly right. And then it's like both- Neptune and Uranus are also square her moon. So it's the same kind of thing where she's, when she's like telling herself, like what like makes her feel safe or what's going to make her feel safe. Or even like this Neptune is at a late degree of Capricorn. She's literally going like, if I could just get him to say the word engagement, then I'm good. And then my heart will be, will be satisfied. And it's like, no, it won't. And when something then pops up and shit goes down, you're actually square your Venus and square your, your moon. You're actually... I, I think unreasonable in a fight. I think you immediately go into, you know, the moon square Neptune and Venus square Neptune. You go into like victim mode and you end up just then moving into your fucking Pisces house, just start swimming in fucking circles, circles, circles. She also has her Venus opposite her moon, which is kind of tough because Venus is is like the goddess, how you love, how you want to make love, how you want to spend your money, how you want to attract money, how you want to, you know, it's it's the feminine power energy, the, the feminine energy opposite your moon, your internal feminine energy, what makes you feel safe, the mother, that maternal, you know, that maternal, uh, that internal nature and your connection to the mother and to the maternal side of your, you know, your, of your family, but then also Your heart, right? And really what you need to feel nurtured within. So it's hard because it's like when you have Venus opposite the moon, it can, you know, it's full moon energy. It can be that tension where it's like, well, what makes you feel safe isn't actually what makes you feel loved. And what makes you feel like loved and desired and attractive isn't actually what makes you feel nurtured or supported, right? It's like finding the balance between being in any relationship and being in a relationship that actually grounds you in safety rather than has you being like, am I safe? Am I safe? The fact that she's on her engagement going, I'm just waiting for something to go wrong. Don't be surprised when it does, kid. And I also think it's interesting because we do know a little bit about her parents' marriage. Also, I want to say Rachel's mom, hot big Tony, lucky man, lucky man, but also that North node conjunct her Chiron. And then if her moon really is in Libra, it could be in Scorpio, but I don't see it. I think she's a 12th house Libra. I think you're right that she's a Scorpio rising, but it's like, I think part of what she's here to really think about is like, before you get engaged, Rachel, like what is your idea of marriage? Like, it it sounds like, like, even when she was talking to Zach a few episodes ago and she was like, oh, my parents like screaming at each other all the time or whatever. It's like, okay, like then what are you rushing into this for? Like, maybe you yeah. want to take a look at that. Unpack that. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I would unpack it. And you know what? I believe what Tino said. Nobody calls anybody out for not going to therapy if they are going to therapy. When he said you're avoiding therapy, that I could see that in her chart. I'm not saying that she's never gone to therapy, but I could tell you she's, avoided therapy at all costs she's someone who thinks that she's better off Saturn conjunct her sun conjunct her Mars conjunct her Mercury in Pisces she's like I I'm like doing the work it's like it's like someone that like says that they meditate because they meditated like three times and they're like I meditate it's like no just because you meditate it's a practice it's a practice it's like I don't I don't think that she I think that she's going to keep having her heart broken over and over and over again until she actually takes responsibility for her I, I think the whole thing with you know, she even her saying you're projecting I thought that was her projecting I think it's like yo Rachel that's the and thing th- with projecting it literally is and it's all it's a Gemini to Gemini it's why everything ultimately comes down to like whatever relationships you're in are mirrors and it's all and everyone is everyone and there is something there for both of you but I don't know I just felt like
1: I mean this whole podcast is probably just us projecting our own shit on you guys know
0: way too much about <laughs> us but but <laughs> but we're not, you know, we're open. We're not attached. And also if you're, if you and Molly are are my projections, like uh, count me in, you guys would be great mirrors. I'll I'll take (laughs) you. If you're my, if you're my opposite, I'm, I'm in, I love myself. So, you know, but I, but I think that, and if anything, I think part of the thing that we demonstrate on this show time and time again, LOL, that one person that gave us a bad review, what I think is so fun about space trash and other podcasts, I guess, but what I think is specifically fun about space trash is like, we're not coming into this with any like hard or fast opinions about anything. We we talk about what's going on and then you can hear us change our opinions or talk. Like, I think yeah. it, it, like projection really comes when someone is really stuck on a truth that they are trying to tell someone else about themselves or about something that, you know, and they're not actually saying, well, here's my experience. Like if, if Rachel really, uh, that's why I guess I didn't see what Tino was doing as like trying to make excuses or trying to trying to showboat. I, I thought he said sorry a lot, and then I thought he did try to say, "Look, I," in it's kind of an Eric way he said, "Like I got super in my ego when I thought you wanted to give the ring back." And she's like, "I never wanted to give the ring back." Okay, Rachel, maybe you guys had a misunderstanding. Like, chill. I need to know yeah, like, that you actually thought we were not engaged. Well, he definitely thought that you were not going to have a future for a minute there. Yeah, it sounds like you both did. What the fuck are you talking? Why are you so surprised?
1: Yeah, exactly. And the the other thing that's like with when you have such an opinion that's so strong about something, like obviously I came into this episode thinking like for sure he's he is just gaslighting her like what an asshole, whatever which is exactly what the producers would like me to think. Mm -hmm. Um, And which could still be true. We have Mm -hmm. no idea. But I often think like whenever someone has like a really bigoted or like, like generalized opinion that it's like the passion they come at it with is actually like a function in their brain trying to sort through it and figure it out and tell everyone this opinion until someone finally freaking clicks and gets it. Like, what is it like for me right now? That's so interesting. Like where I'm at with this is not like he's definitely wrong. She's definitely right. But right now I'm just like, I think we definitely are missing a big piece of the puzzle is how I feel now versus when we started this conversation. But I think when people think like, and have such a generalized idea of anyone, it's, kind of their brain trying to figure out like why that's wrong it's kind of their brain like realizing it's wrong and trying to work through it but they're missing a piece so they just can't get it so they go on and and tell everyone and shout it through the rooftops because their soul is kind of like longing to hear that little missing piece until they finally get it well and it's almost like too like their soul is
0: longing I think on a, on a meta level. It's like longing for comfort and longing to, to feel safer to feel. And I think I I agree with you. Like, I think sometimes I think, I think you're right about, and actually I didn't, I'm going to say for me too, like I had a perspective shift where I totally took it as like some I literally thought it was like some random person that like they kissed in a bar and then he was like I'm not even gonna tell her this was literally wasted random we haven't been speaking and then he was like is this girl that I don't really know crazy is she gonna tell Rachel so I was I didn't even realize no, that it was someone yeah. that he had known before you know so it's like you miss things and you gotta be open to him also I didn't really recognize and I think you're right that I do think he's controlling like I do think that you're right when she came out and said like what are you doing and he's like I called someone because I need support um and then she's like, well, what, you know, she, right. She was trying to talk to him outside. And then he was like, let's just go back inside. Like he, he was controlling. And then him actually needing to like, I mean, I understood him needing to stop the conversation and go outside for a minute, but also right. It's very much like, I get where they were both very confused and very hurt and annoyed, et cetera. Right. There's no right or wrong, but I do agree that like, I mean, it's funny too. Cause like we're sort of doing the thing that Rachel did too, which is say like, okay, There has to be something more to the kissing story. Yeah. But I will say if there's not, if there's not, Rachel might be sorry
1: because. But I'm saying it's not even necessarily the kissing story. It's this other piece of personal issue that we dare not speak about. So it could be either thing, but like we're missing. Well, right. Actually, that's exactly right. Right. I forgot
0: about that for a second. Right. Right. They actually both said there is something else going on that we dare not say. Yeah. And so we're right. We're actually now doing what they're doing, which is like, we're arguing semantics about an issue that no one's actually even really talking about. And I'm dying to know that. Like, what is the big secret then? Right. You really? She said,
1: she's like, you really want to talk about that? It's like, what could be? You were just on it The Bachelor. something like sexual because That's they That's what said, I thought. Like, SCD. Like, what else would you- not bring up like especially someone who's like as dead set on proving that she's right and like he kind of was as well like they both really really want to get their point across but like like you said either the opposite person is just drowning in a puddle of their own pisces and like muddy waters here and has no interest in taking a lifesaver and getting out of there check out this shit though past life shit They have their,
0: their, they so Rachel's on the inside, Tino's on the outside, so I did a little playing with Asteroid's Bride and Groom and Union and Isis, Osiris, etc. On Rachel's Juno, aka her marriage partner, she has her Asteroid Bride exactly conjunct, his son and Asteroid Groom. So Mm. I actually stand, and his moon is on her south node. Um... Her moon is on his Juno marriage partner. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I actually think that this could very well be a past life relationship that is that has come back to complete its karma. They're both but but I think it wouldn't even
1: complete its karma. I think it'll be back in the next life too.
0: Right. I don't, like, think, this the I don't think the karma is complete. I don't think the car, I don't think the car, well, but if anything, because it was before both of their Saturn returns, what I think is that it came back to, because remember before your Saturn return, you're still in a re- phase of remembering. You don't know that you think you're a conscious person making conscious choices. You're like in 25 now you're an adult, but it's not true. Saturn takes 30 years to go around the zodiac more or less it's different for everybody but it's a, you know and so what's interesting is like okay so both of them there this connection between bridegroom juno his mars his son are all in aquarius we have saturn moving through aquarius right now so i don't know i sort of feel like this is a lesson From a past life, maybe it's not meant to be solved karmically between them, but I do think they
1: will solve it later. I actually
0: wouldn't be upset about it. I actually don't hate them as a couple. I think they're both dumb and they're kind of perfect for each other. Yeah, I think they were great for each other. I I like them together. Now, if we look quickly at the chart of the relationship, and then we can then we can look at Gabby and Eric too, because I do think it's it's what I'm dying to show you is really interesting. We can't go on
1: too much longer. No, no, we've got to end this. We've
0: got to end this soon. Lol. But what I want to say about their chart together. So this is the composite chart. This is the chart of the relationship. In the chart of the relationship, it is a Pisces, Mars, Mercury, Sun, Saturn. So they both through this relationship are learning. Like it's funny too because it's a because she's like we both individually were going through shit and our relationship was going through shit. When you're talking to Pisces about going through shit in general at least part of the shit that they're going through is that they're avoiding reality. So the irony here that they went on a reality show to continue to avoid reality, then they get into a fight where they both are telling us that they're not actually telling us what the actual fight is about. It's, you know what I mean? Like there's sort of this, yeah. like, you know, and the so fight is
1: avoiding reality too. Right, This
0: whole thing is not really right. They both, we have to find out if anybody can sleuth it. Reality, Steve, where are you at? What was the thing they can't say? And yeah. so, so I think Saturn moving through Aquarius right now is like triggering all of their, uh, his, it's triggering his Mars. And he's feeling like, he's feeling like restricted in his ability to like, like you know it could be a hard a soft dick issue like he's feeling like he his masculinity and his drive and his ability to penetrate is being smushed she's feeling like her marriage asteroid which was even astrologically she did think it was him her marriage asteroid is on his son i i actually wouldn't hate a rev a a resolution here I actually think they could work out oddly enough I know that she's like against it and tv is very important to them both but I don't know I sort of like I sort of like them as a couple um I don't and- think I
1: can see them like forgiving each other but like like enough to be together but I think maybe sometime in a couple of years they could like just be peaceful or like well maybe make- they'll run into each other at a bar and just catch up <laughs> and catch up <laughs> okay, okay that's okay. a perfect way Quick to stop one about that Gabby yeah Let me show you Gabby and Eric real quick. Okay. So
0: in their charts together, similarly, I put together the asteroids just to see in their composite chart, meaning the chart of the relationship. Hold on. I don't know. I have so many charts up. Let's see. Where is it? Fuck my life. Hold on one second. Okay. I'm just going to pull it up real quick here. And then we're done. And then we're done. Gabby, Gabby bachelor. I'm so glad that I didn't take away any of the the bachelors or bachelors from seasons before because it's like yeah we still got shanae in the i don't know if you can see we still got shanae exactly. in the gallery here but shanae. okay shrimp day coming back, today. Coming back. okay now check this out though gabby and eric wow if you look around the whole chart we really don't see any of the asteroids you know why because they're all we oh. have asteroid bride conjunct the the chart um i mean the 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 relationships Mercury. Then we have all of the other marriage and soulmate asteroids, all with their composite North Node, Uranus, Sun, Neptune, Isis, Groom, Union, Bride, Osiris, North Node and Lilith. I mean, I actually think this is this is a past life karmic healing and they have their combined Juno at zero degrees Libra. So this is a relationship that is actually... Starting over in the marriage sector. And right now, as Saturn moves through Aquarius, Saturn, they, their relationship had a Saturn return. Oh, the relationship is awakened for the first time. And Saturn moves across their Venus, actually. Giving it structure and saying, "Yeah, this actually is serious." Molly also has her Venus in Aquarius, which is why I was like, "Oh wow!" The fact that you got married on the Aquarius full moon is actually oh. so romantic because Saturn isn't always fucking fucking your life up. Sometimes it's just making something more mature or giving it structure or giving it or, yeah. or like or Saturn making Saturn, it legal, right? Literally, Saturn is showing you is is showing you what. It's basically reaping what you've sown, especially after the Saturn return, which they've both already had. So I actually think this is a this is their reward for showing up, being vulnerable, and I, I don't know. I actually think they're uh, I think they belong together. I also think South Node and the, uh, the South Node and the Moon in the relationship both in Cancer. This it feels like home. this actually feels like home to them. The Chiron in in Leo here is actually I think describing the. The, in the relationship, the fact that this is like a TV relationship and that it was like performative and it's going to have to go through the rigmarole of performance. The irony of this girl is like, so now she's private, but I did check her out. And she posted on the season premiere, like a picture of her in a bikini that was like, when you don't need to go on TV to get clout. It's like, Amanda, what do you think that you are doing? She, she went to the press today. Not only did she post on Instagram stories during the whole finale of pictures of her and Eric together, which is so fucking weird. That she, she put on a story of them of him in a bowling alley and, and her going <gasps> same same game different girl it's like bitches at the same game he went on the he didn't choose to go bowling
1: with yeah Gabby and her grandpa.
0: you're off and then it's like but like and then she's showing like tons of like just pictures of their conversations and screenshots and it's like what for like and then she put out a, a, a message to the press where she was like I said my piece. I think it's a girl's responsibility to look out for other girls. And, (sighs) you know, I'm happy for them, I guess. But I get like, I I tried to save her. Gabby will learn. It's like, girl. But it's
1: like, did you, did you talk to Gabby about this? Or did you like run to the press, et cetera, everyone else?
0: And have you ever dumped someone, girl? If if that guy that broke up with you for whatever reason started telling everyone after two months that you were like a monster for doing that. It's like, it's
1: like those TikTok girls with the Caleb guy or what. Remember when you and Molly talked? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah West, El- West Elm, West Yeah, they are all just like, he screwed me over, man. It's like, this is embarrassing for you. Shut up. Like, like right. not Sorry. really, obviously. And guys can be horrible. And I don't want to sure. like make it like a, he's not just not that into you kind of thing. Cause that was fucked up too. But at the same time, like when someone screws you over like that, like it doesn't always make you look good to then make that your thing. And just because your feelings get hurt
0: doesn't mean that you're getting screwed over. Like, right. like if he made the choice- You don't want to end choice, up with
1: the person who doesn't want to be with you.
0: Right. It doesn't mean that he's like some lying cheating asshole no matter what. It means that when the opportunity came up for him to go on The Bachelor versus continue dating you, that's what he would rather do. He broke up with you, not Gabby, not anybody else other than the people that he broke up with that aren't making this their fucking platform to stand on.
1: Yeah, I think the problem is like as a society, people do not break up with people honestly enough so that, yeah. like, it's still it always becomes that itch that you're trying to scratch. Like, same thing with this whole, yeah, with this whole Rachel Tino thing. Like, what is the missing piece? And that's what you're scratching your head. What is the missing piece? I gotta shout about this and cry about this until I figure it out. The missing piece is this guy just doesn't like you enough, he yep. likes you, you're hot but he doesn't like you enough to take yep. it past X step. He took yep. it to this step and and could be vice versa. This girl yep. doesn't like you enough. I don't think it's only, which isn't, I, think, I think girls which isn't a personal. along and well, It
0: isn't a personal attack and it isn't screwing people over. It's just the nature of like, it's feelings. just life. It's like
1: just you life. can't be everybody's soulmate and like mm-hmm. vice and they all can't be yours, but it's like, we all don't actually ever have to stomach the that sad, mundane little fact about life. So then we, if we think that's what's underlying, it really freaks us out.
0: Well, right. And well, it's the same thing that you were kind of saying too, about like when people really go hard on their singular view of the world or their bigoted ideas or whatever, I think that it all comes down to discomfort and a feeling of sort of swimming in the chaos. And I think it's scarier sometimes. I mean, it's literally why I'm in business. It's why I have a coaching practice. Cause I think it is scarier sometimes to make shifts in your thinking or in your behavior or in your perspective that lead you into the unknown, which arguably will be a better, more informed, happier unknown, but there's no proof. So when you're in that feeling of like, this is chaotic, I am uncomfortable, I want to scream and yell and make my point heard and feel received and get validation. It's just like a it's it's a it's a it's a grab at control of whatever kind that when it comes to love and dating and relationships, unfortunately, you just don't get like, no, the, the heart, you can try to control people. You can can try to control control the heart. You can try to understand why sometimes, and it's not even just with love discomfort is a part of life. And I think, I mean, it's part of why we do cry selfies with my clients and at the moon and stuff, because it's like, if we can stop relating to like discomfort, sadness, disappointment, um, unease as there being something wrong. Like sometimes, sometimes you just are on different pages than people and you get hurt or you are disappointed or you're not sure what's next or you're uncomfortable. And that's just, that's just what it is. And you don't have to attack anybody for making, he didn't make you feel bad. You feel bad.
1: Yeah, like it's just an inevitable part of life. You have to have all those negative emotions. You have, but to. I
0: agree with you. I feel like we don't have enough breakups, and I, or I haven't been in them. And where it's just like, I don't love you, like, or I'm not interested anymore. You know, like it always there yeah. is. I, but that's why I believe his ex, quote unquote excuse. I think he's telling the truth. Like, why did he say? I know this is a bullshit show, but I'm just gonna. I'm, it's not about you. I'm gonna go on it. I mean, in no, in none of the receipts that she shared, did he say when I get back we will hang out? He was breaking up with her.
1: Right. Right. Exactly.
0: The only thing that she could do to save face, or that the 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 evil conniving bachelor producers could do to save face, is just make her the next bachelorette. She deserves no. it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No, 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 no. We could talk about Zach, but why? Who cares? Zach's gonna have a great season. They did a little painful thing where they had like four, five girls come meet him. Very painful. That was just, I can't, I can't even talk about it because actually the, it was more painful than watching Tino and Rachel keep fighting. So
1: we don't have to go there, but I'm happy for Zach. Go Zach. The summary of all of this is that actually the girl from Jersey won. And also, we also have Vinnie from Jersey Shore and Teresa yes. Giudice from Real Housewives of New Jersey on Dancing with the Stars. Plus- we haven't celebrated yet, but our boy Eric did win, and he was from New Jersey. Oh, as you know, befuddled and 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 tainted as his reputation may be at this point, perfectly Is Jersey, it, isn't it? Who knows?
0: <laughs> I mean, everyone you just named, like if Teresa and Vinny are not right. both befuddled and what was the what did you just say? Befuddled, <laughs> befuddled and tainted. I don't know what. I just can't believe that <laughs> Teresa fared worse than
1: Vinny I can't believe she was bottom two I know she did really bad I think she was like really distracted (laughs) and I I do think she can salvage it a little bit because we need her on for like at least four weeks yeah um but but yeah I also thought Vinny did better than they were giving him credit for I know they they were really hard on Vinny
0: they shit on him but it's like he's a fucking he he's like you should be lucky he's there
1: Yeah, he like seemed to really care. And like, okay, he was a little too fast, but like be nice about it. You don't have to be mean to him about it. They took him. They were
0: just like holding on to shit from literally years previous when they were watching uh Jersey Shore and they were like, we hate this guy.
1: Yeah, nobody respects the Jersey Shore people, but like they actually are like good, like family peeps. Like we love them. I agree. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that how that plays out. Maybe Vinny can salvage his reputation and his dance moves. We're praying for you, Vin. It's also crazy how it's on Disney Plus now, so there's just no commercials, and it's just like a full marathon of of dancing.
0: I have to say, I actually was this. This is the first time I've ever watched anything where I've been like, wait, 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 I don't get a commercial. I took my own commercial breaks. Yeah. I, my own- I was like, "Hold on, you want me to watch three hours of unbridled ballroom dancing plus the fucking <laughs> intro stories with people that I've never really even heard of, or like remembering who Cheryl Lad is, or like, you
1: know, it's like, yeah, like the intro stories are the commercial break, basically at this point."
0: And I don't know if I can keep this on the pod, but I needed i I need someone to go.
1: Okay, it was beautiful. She did
0: it, but I can't handle that kind of pressure every single week from someone who like is made a lot of pressure i right be able to walk without a cane what the fuck
1: yeah yeah it's a lot don't of pressure go out on top I think she will I don't think she intends to stay like through the whole thing but, but the thing that bothered got me the with same that score as Gabby right right the thing don't that, that, that annoys me is like that was not a party song look at me. Like I have, like, I think they assigned it to her. I'm not saying like blaming her. I think they assigned her this like emotional song to try and make it an emotional moment, but it's like, okay, the theme was party songs. Everyone else had a party song and you gave like the disabled woman, like a really sad, emotional song. Like it's not right. I mean, Casey,
0: there's no faster pace. I I would have been devastated if a beat dropped before her set. Okay. Yeah. We needed it to be some enchanted evening or whatever because I thought it was like a party from the past. She was playing the role of a ghost and she was up there just drifting through the the party from another time and she did it. But they could have
1: taken some other party song and slowed it down or something like an acoustic <laughs> version of "I Want to Dance with Somebody" is lovely. Everybody loves sure. that. Yeah. But I did buy Selma's book recently. I, I buy books like crazy, so I haven't gotten to it yet, but. I do need to read it because apparently she started drinking when she was like nine.
0: Selma Blair, if she really started drinking at nine, I'm in so we can book club it. Yeah, let's book club it. That sounds great. I'm down. Cool. Okay, great work. There's two sides to every story. And then a third side, which is not the truth. It's actually just the shit we don't know. So I will be finding out what we don't know in the week ahead to the best of my ability. And otherwise, let's just say Rachel, Tino, go to therapy.
1: She's taken a dip in that Pisces puddle, baby. I hope you find (laughs) it
0: we hope that you find some clarity and vision in that confused bag of tears you're just carrying around <laughs> it's just like a bad ending but say trashy everybody what's Sorry. trashier than fighting
1: on tv paradise can't wait next week love you bye space trash trash in space
0: space trash lifestyles the rich and your space trash